Hey guys, welcome back to Off Topic. It's Caitlin and Linnea, and we're so excited that you're listening to our podcast today. Today's topic is Seasons of Loneliness Equals Growth. We're going to be talking about how God is with you in that season and how He uses that season to grow your relationship with Him and just make you grow as a person. Not only that, but you're never truly alone in those seasons. All right, guys, let's get off topic. Hey guys, we're back. It is Sunday and we are ready to get into episode three. We hope you guys enjoyed the last episode talking about a time for everything and how how God has a season and a time for every single part of our life and how to use that time correctly. And today our topic is seasons of loneliness equals growth. I'm really excited about this episode because I feel like um, everybody's gone through their own season in life where they've experienced loneliness. Um, I know I have, and it's definitely been something the Lord has really grown me in and how he's been able to just help me through that. Um, I know that loneliness can come in different forms, and sometimes you can be lonely when you're with friends or in friendships. I know I've experienced that where I felt like, um, just lonely in friendships, even if you have like people surrounding you, sometimes you can still feel lonely. So I'm excited to dive into this. Um, Caitlin, how would you say God has worked through seasons of loneliness in your own life? So I'd say with seasons of loneliness, for me, at least personally, I've never had just one season of loneliness. Like I've gone through different times in my life where I've been lonely and I've had to deal with that. But the more I go through it, the more it prepares me for it and the more I can learn through it. So for me, for most of my life, I've kind of not really had very many friends. And um, in middle school, I was, I remember just sitting in my room crying all the time because I did not have friends other than my cousin. And it was just lonely. And I was like, I don't know if they think I'm weird or what. And that was just absolutely like miserable. I remember sitting in my bed all the time just questioning like my worth and everything and at that moment in my life I I was a Christian but I wasn't really I didn't have an actual relationship with God and so dealing with it then I just remember being miserable and I guess I never really dealt with it at that time it just kind of went away as I like got closer with certain people and started to have one or two friends here and there and of course, I always had friends at, at school, but they were like specifically my friends at school and wouldn't hang out with me out of it. And then as I got into high school and I started to have an actual relationship with him, I would go through times when I felt like absolutely nobody wanted to see me, talk to me, hang out with me, and I just felt so lonely. And so I kind of just like, instead of trying to figure out what was going on, I would just close myself off and not talk to anyone. And just be like, okay, God, like, why are you doing this? What, like, What's the purpose in this? And realizing that I wasn't truly alone was super comforting. And then fast forward a couple of years, I got into a relationship and I kind of closed off my friends and put my sole focus on this one person and kind of lost my friends. And he was basically my only friend, and I felt like everyone hated me. And then once that relationship started to fall apart, I grew into this 
super deep isolation of where I just, I was in a relationship, but I felt completely alone. Mm. And I, quote unquote, had friends, but like, they made me, I felt terrible for not hanging out with them. But then I had my boyfriend who was making me feel terrible for hanging out with my friends. And so I was caught in this in between. And so I was just like, I felt completely alone. And in that season, I really grew my relationship with God and was able to grow closer to him. And I think that was, that was a purpose of why, of why that, that season happened. And I feel like a lot of the times that's why God puts us in seasons of loneliness because we get too far away from him and God's like, okay, well, if you're not going to give me time, then we need to take those distractions out of your life so you can focus on me Mm. and learn. And sometimes God uses it to grow you as well so that when there are times when he puts us into seasons of loneliness, we have to learn to be okay with that and learn to find purpose in that season and be okay with it and content in that season as well. And that's that's just something I've really learned from seasons of loneliness is finding contentment while in that season because you can't really get out of it necessarily. Like I've tried times before of where I would like try and reach out to people and they just would not reach out back to me. And it felt like nobody liked me. And I was like, well, this is just proof that God wants me to be in this season right now. And another thing I'd like to say is that while you're in those seasons, you don't want to go off and find just anyone that's going to give you attention Mm -hmm. because you're in that season for a reason. And people that God has for you, he's not going to allow you to have their attention because he wants your attention to be solely focused on him and what he wants you to do with your life and where you're going from there and to draw near to him. So by trying and going out and finding somebody to give you attention and to hang out with and stuff like that is going to really distract you from his plan plan and his purpose in that season. And you never know. I mean, if you try and get the attention of the wrong person, you're going to end up falling down a hole Mm -hmm. that necessarily don't want to get down and it can be really hard to dig yourself out of a very deep hole but with God I mean he's going he's going to help you no matter what and that's the best part is that you could turn your back completely on him and he's going to turn right around and help you out and dig you out of that hole with you as long as you ask him Mm -hmm. which I think is just amazing I think it's cool how you mentioned contentment because that was a really big thing on my heart when I was working at um, Lake Ann this summer is there was a week, pretty sure it was right after junior high, where I was just really struggling and feeling like good enough in my like abilities of being a counselor and I just didn't feel like like I was capable for some things and I was just thinking like I felt lonely in that because like you're surrounded by incredible people and obviously everybody has their own insecurities but it's interesting that you said contentment because there was a whole sermon that um, was preached um, on like a Sunday and so we went to church and like the Lord just hit my heart and how many things and like how we can be content in him um, and some of the biggest things that like I learned from that is something I took as a note was contentment is the inward state of never ending of never ending joy, peace, gentleness, and strength in every moment. And so like God provide like He provided that 
like realization of I can be content in him and the abilities that he's blessed me with and that like I'm not alone in this and so I was able to actually like open up to some of my really close friends and they also were feeling the same way and so I think a big thing in loneliness is not just saying I'm the only one who feels like this or I'm the only one who is in this specific situation because most of the time a lot of us are lonely but we're too ashamed to say it and I think we're scared to open up and be honest and vulnerable because vulnerability leads to like emotions and sometimes people don't like sharing their emotions and that's okay but what's not okay is isolating yourself and making yourself feel even worse and thinking that like you are the problem when sometimes like you can't really control your situations and like like for example I went through like um a friendship where I was pouring all of myself into the relationship and It was really good for a while, and then things just turned south really quickly, and I just felt very um, underappreciated and just not good enough for the person, and I wasn't able to, like, understand why. And obviously in friendships, you go through fights and arguments, but this one just wasn't healthy, and it just was really draining on me, and I didn't know what to do. And so thankfully, like, the Lord worked through that, but I essentially like walked away from that friendship and it was really hard for me because out of that I didn't I didn't really have anybody like what Caitlin was saying is like how her like ex was the only person that she went to for a friend but they were so mad at her for like getting together with other people but with this it was just so isolating thinking that I was putting so much of my like heart and effort into being a good friend to them and like there is nothing coming out of it except for me feeling worse about myself. And so I was so lonely, even in a friendship that I thought I could fix. But what God did is he He took that away from me. And I had about three months of just loneliness. And it was going into like college and everything. So it was like my first semester of college around that time. And I was really confused. And I was honestly kind of mad at God, but I was thankful that he got me out of that Um, just unhealthy situation. But what he did is he gave me three months just to only focus on him. And that was kind of hard because I was thinking, you know, I would love to have a friend come alongside me. And like going to church is great, but all my other friends were going off to college or they're like younger than me. And (laughs) usually you want to have friends your age because it's more relatable and you're able to connect with them more. And that community is there. But I was praying so heavily just that God could bless me with community and I think during a season of loneliness when you are feeling very alone and isolated is to have a prayer like on your heart or something that's on your mind and my prayer was that he would provide a community for me that would be uplifting and healthy and so through those three months I there was a lot of emotions there was a lot of hurt and pain that I had to work through but the thing is God was there with me the entire time and that's what I had like to rest on and I had a friendship in Christ more than I did in a person and sometimes your relationship with the Lord is going to be the only steadfast thing in your life because people will fail you and people aren't going to always be there for you. Like, obviously, we love each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. We're called to serve each other and love each other and to love like Christ did and to be friends to each other. But people, you can't rely on people all the time. And like, 
it was just so hard for me to realize that I only have God right now. I had my family, which I love my family. They're incredible. But I had my family and my relationship with the Lord. And it was going to be either, you know, you take the easy road or you take the hard road, which I could just say, you know, I'll just be sad and I'm just going to sit in this and I'm just going to have to just live like this forever and and I'm never going to find friends or I could say you know what I'm going to take a little bit of a harder route and I'm going to fully devote my life to Christ right now and I'm going to fully commit to searching his word for the truth and that you know he provides community and so through that I was actually able to get um, involved with a really good young adults group and I met my best friend Faith there and that's where like the Lord just did like this incredible transformation in my life from being so lonely and depressed and just having like so much sadness fill my heart to being so overjoyed with this new friendship that I met. And it's just funny because I was nervous to go to this like young adults group. I was like, I don't know anybody. Like there's not much community here where I live. And I was like just expecting it to be like a couple like high school students and maybe a couple college students. But there was like 40 people there. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's actual community in my town and people my age. And that was like such an answer to prayer. Like I just felt God, he was like, here's your opportunity, Linnea, like take advantage of it and jump into this new friendship. So I was able to meet Faith and our friendship just blossomed into this beautiful, like honoring friendship to the Lord and to each other. And now like I have a best friend and I couldn't like, she's probably going to be listening to this all smiling and happy because I just can't like (laughs) thank God enough for blessing me with such an incredible friendship. So yes, I went through probably like the hardest season of loneliness of my life through that year. But then I've been able to grow so much spiritually and friendship wise. And our friendship has been rooted on the foundation of Christ, which I never really had before. Like she, she gives me such encouraging like words. And it's just so beautiful how God can take somebody who you didn't even know is in your town or even like around you and then use that person to specifically like become your confidant and become your best friend and become somebody who can encourage you spiritually. I just think that's such an incredible thing that the Lord does. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been a growing journey, but I think loneliness is sometimes, um, it's hard to think about when you're in it, but you just have to focus on that what I said in the last podcast is God makes everything like his timing is beautiful and everything that he makes is beautiful in his timing and that we're able to know that these seasons of life that we're in are for a reason and that he has a purpose in it, even if we can't see it. Well, and not only that, but um, something I read was like seasons don't, it's a season. It doesn't last forever. So yeah, you may be alone right now, but It doesn't mean you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. So taking that season and getting the most out of it and allowing your relationship to just grow with God so that you can be prepared for every other season of your life and be ready for the people that he's going to bring into your life. Mm -hmm. And we don't always look at it this way, but like God, you don't, it's, it's so crazy because if you really think about it, like if you hadn't gone through that season of loneliness, you wouldn't have never met Faith. Right. So we don't realize it at the moment, but 
there is a specific reason for that season. Yeah, there's, <laughs> the a, reason, reason the there's season. a reason for the season. <laughs> I think another thing, too, is I heard this quote somewhere, and they said, did you actually seek God, or just did you... Or did you just expect him to show up? And I think that's huge in loneliness because when you are in that time of feeling just isolated, it is very isolating to be in a season of loneliness because you don't know where to go and you don't know who you can count on. But are you just expecting God to come and answer your prayers even if you weren't asking him to? Like, yes, God is with you always, but... What was the commitment that you made to saying, okay, God, I have these, like for me, I had these three months of, which I didn't know how long it was going to last. That's the thing. You don't know how long these seasons are going to be. But I I really wanted God to answer my prayer. And so my parents were praying for me, my, like my family, my grandparents. Like I just knew that I had relationships with very, just passionate people in my life. And so even if I didn't have friends my age, I had older people who were caring about me. And there's prayer. There's so much prayer going into that. And so it takes more effort when you're feeling more alone because it seems like you have to like find that person or find that community. But the thing is, God will bless you with that. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. You shouldn't go necessarily searching for it. Right. Because God's going to bring that to you when he thinks that you're ready and when he thinks the right time is. Right. And that's what I have this little um, bullet point talking about how we have to shift our focus, not on what we don't have but what we do have right yeah which you may be alone and you you may not have a lot of friends at the time or maybe you're in a friendship or a relationship where you just feel alone and though it may be like that for a short period of time it's not gonna last forever and so just shift your focus onto what you do have in that moment you have God Mm -hmm. you Whatever it is that's good going on in your life, find the light in that season and not just focus on the darkness of it because it can be isolating and it's so, it can be extremely depressing and cause you extremely bad anxiety. But if you just let that season happen and you don't just worry about when you're not going to be alone anymore or when God's going to bring somebody into your life and you just take that season in and you focus on the good, then you will get the most out of that season. Right. Like what I said before is like you make like every moment that you make is like how you react to it. So it's like if you're going to be in a season of loneliness or you're feeling alone or like it's just so natural as humans, we're going to experience loneliness and we're going to go through things that we don't necessarily want to go to. But another thing that we can remember is that our relationship with God is also a friendship. Like, he is my bro. Like, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. He's, like, he's my best friend. And so I'm able to rely on that, knowing that he's there for me. I think another thing is um, I heard this um, from um, an article that I was reading or, like, a blog (laughs) that this girl wrote. She said, God is molding you during this time. One of the most important things you can do during those times of loneliness is to look to Christ and keep your eyes fixed on him. And I think that's so important is thinking about this is the one way to true satisfaction, to true joy and contentment is keeping my eyes fixed on Christ. And obviously, like, 
you might not have a bunch of people around you, but you can always rely on people in your church. I know, like, there's always a sweet old church lady, or for guys, there's, you know, probably mentors for your life as well, who are ready and willing to equip you with scripture and encouragement and prayer. And that's just another sign that, like, God blesses you with things even when you're lonely or even when you're in seasons that you just don't feel like you have anybody is there's always people there for you sometimes like what like you can search for it but also I feel like God will specifically like tell that person that you need somebody for your life you know another thing that I I read was life can be lonely as a Christian because you know in today's world there are so many different religions Mm -hmm. and not only that, but there's people that don't even believe in anything. And it can be so isolating as a Christian, especially depending on where where you're at, where you're living, and the population, and, and kind of what that community is like where you are. And you have to learn to be okay with that and understanding that maybe God is having you living in this town where there is very little Christianity or people your age, and maybe he's doing that for a reason. Maybe he's trying to grow that town and bringing you into it and helping to grow others in, with him and bringing them to Christ. Or maybe they're just doing it because you need time away to realize, to look at possibly other people that aren't Christians and be like, is that how I want to live my life? Like, is that truly, is that joyful? Or are they truly finding joy in their life like I am with God? And comparing that and realizing that you don't, you don't need all these friends. You don't need five million friends. You don't need a boyfriend. You don't need this and you don't need that. All you need is God. And that's what I feel like seasons of loneliness really show you. They not only bring growth in that relationship with God and not only as a, and also as a person, but they also really open your eyes and just show you like, all I need is God. And though I don't have anything else, I have God and I'm okay. And he's going to get you through that. And that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but as we've said before, there's always a reason for the season. And obviously, God knows that you're supposed to be in that season. There's a Bible verse I read, First Samuel six seventeen, where it's talking about how um, us as humans, we look on the outward appearance where God looks on the inside and at your heart and he knows your heart so he knows that this is the season that you need to be in right now because he knows you inside and out he knows he knows your thoughts he knows what you're going to think he knows what you're going to do he knows where you're going to be 10 years from now he knows you to your core and he knows that you 100% need to be in that season maybe you're going off the rails and starting to be with people that you really shouldn't be and that are just bringing negativity or causing you to get drunk every single weekend and doing drugs and all this stuff like that Mm -hmm. and God's like this is not what you need you so he's going to bring you away from those people and make you be by yourself so that you can realize that that isn't good and that's not what you should be doing I think another big thing, too, is relying on scripture. I know 
it's sometimes reading your Bible can seem like it's like a chore and it shouldn't feel like that. But one verse that I really like is Psalms 37, 4, and it says, Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That was a huge thing that was, that is really on my heart right now um, because I know God knows my desires. He knows that, you know, I don't know what my purpose is, but I want to do something with my future. And he knows that, you know, someday I dream to be a mom and I hope to get married. And he knows that I have desires and hopes and dreams, but I can't just expect them with a selfish ambition because I know God is God. You know, sometimes I think we put God on this pedestal of answer my prayers because I know you can, rather than, Lord, I'm coming to you humbly as your child. So I'm coming to you with these hopes and desires, and I know that you can answer them, but I don't want to have any expectations like brought to the table because I can't expect God to answer something if I'm being selfish about it. Like you don't want to have the attitude of entitlement when it comes to that. Like in, in seasons where you're feeling alone and depressed and like it's, it's just, it feels like darkness. You know, you're in like this just dark season and you don't know how to get out of it. But like, I feel like it's very easy to get frustrated at God because he hasn't answered a specific prayer, but maybe you weren't giving him time to like show you what you need to do, you know? Yeah. And not only that, but maybe use God's using that season of loneliness as that time for because sometimes God's not going to answer your prayers right away. Sometimes he's not going to answer what you want because he knows it's not right for you. But sometimes he doesn't answer it right away. And so you need to give him time to answer it. And he might use that season of loneliness as that little space so that you can grow with him and he can be working on his plans for your life. And so that he can get you prepared for the plan that he has. And something else about seasons of loneliness, I feel like there is a stigma around them and that people feel bad for being alone. And they feel like it's a terrible thing. Like, it's just, like, not, I mean, it's not how we were born to be, and that's why it's just a season, but they feel despair and, like, that their if, life's falling apart. Or, like, if you're alone, that, that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, and and that's not the truth at all. Like, God's using that season for a reason. And he's not using—he's not making you alone because you're a terrible person or, like, you're not funny or you're not likable. Like, that's that's not—that's not it. It's not—it's because God is choosing to keep these people out of your life for a reason so that you can grow in whatever way he needs you to grow so that you can be the best person that you can be. And that's, I feel like you have to look at it like that because if you sit in this season for months, because it could go on, it could be two months where you're alone, but it could be like a year or two. You never know how long this season of loneliness is going to go on and you have to look at it in a positive way as God's growing you. I have a list here that says instead of despair, self-pity, self-protection, emptiness, bitterness, feeling helpless, focusing on the good old days and when things were good or thinking that you're uncared for, look at it as using God's using that to create this hope and mm-hmm. holding on to that. Look at it as growth and 
growing your faith and trusting him, look at it as a time to heal because you may be in a season of loneliness after um, parting from a really close friend or going through a breakup, or maybe you're not close with your family anymore. And so maybe he's keeping you by yourself because you need to heal from that. And not only that, you can also look at it as growing closer with God, working on your goals, or remembering God's plan for your life, realigning your heart and finding who you are in God and not, you know, you can't just use the season as a woe is me type of thing. You have to use it in the best way possible so you can get the most out of it. Otherwise, A, you may not ever get out of that season, or B, you're not, you're going to get out of that season and you're going to be like, wow, I just wasted six months of my life when I could have been doing this and that and growing and being the best version of yourself. And I'm not saying necessarily having all this pressure on yourself to like be the best you because you're by yourself and you have that time, but just doing the best you can with what you have in that season because you may not have all these friends, but you have God and you have the scripture and you have church and a community And you have yourself as well. So take what you have in that season and work on what you feel like God needs you to work on. Right. And I think, excuse me, and I think another super important thing to think about is like really taking this time of loneliness and focusing on what you like, what you feel like God is talk telling you to do sometimes like you can just be lonely and just sit in that and sometimes it feels numb like there's nothing coming from either side or you know you have your family and they're encouraging you and they love you and everything but sometimes you just feel like you can't hear a word from the lord or you can't hear any encouragement like you're just everything that people are saying just isn't clicking to you i guess but one verse that i really like um, it's First Peter 5, 6, and it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God cares for us. Like, how, how incredible to know that when we cast our anxiety and all of these feelings and thoughts and negative emotions onto God, he's going to care for us, and he's going to provide that incredible peace. I think peace is a huge part that comes along with loneliness after that season of waiting is that there is peace that he provides and there's peace that he provides during those seasons. And I know like it is so hard. It is hard feeling alone. It is hard feeling like you're the only one out there, but also opening up and talking to people about it and addressing that you're struggling with something is also okay because you don't want to just it's like self-sabotage yourself sometimes and just have like this negative self-talk and say, I'm the only one who's feeling this. Um, I don't have friends because I look like this or I sound like this or I'm not smart enough or I'm not pretty enough or I don't have these academic successes or whatever. Like any excuse that you could make that Satan could tell you, you're going to believe it because you're like, well, that's just true because nobody's friends with me. No, like That is a lie from the devil. There's nothing that you can do that God's going to see and be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want her or him to be my child anymore because he made a mistake. God cares for us and he has a such, such a tender heart. Like the Lord, 
that we get to worship all the time and that we have a relationship with cares for us so deeply and he sees us as his children. So even if we're lonely in that, we still have a father, we still have a best friend, we still have a relationship with God, the creator of the universe. And I think that's just so reassuring to rest on. So yes, loneliness is very hard. And going through those seasons where you have no friends, it's real and it sucks. And it's it's difficult because you don't know where to go. But just try to remember that, okay, I know the creator of the universe and that he created me for a purpose and for a reason. And that purpose and reason isn't only to be friends with somebody. And there's going to be people who are going to come in your life and be incredible best friends to you. And you're going to have great relationships and they might leave. You're going to meet people every day of your life and you're not going to be friends with everybody. It's all about not letting your identity be in this thing and letting it be in God. So that when, because as a human, there's no way you can avoid seasons of loneliness. Like, that's just how it is. Like, you can ask anyone. They have experience of season of loneliness. It may not be in the exact same way that you have personally, but as humans, it's inevitable for us to experience those seasons of loneliness. And you have to remember that your identity isn't found in being friends with somebody or being in a relationship or, you know, who your family is or who your parents are or a job or a car or shopping or clothes. Right. You know, your identity isn't found in that. It's found in God and God only. And you have to remember that. So when you are in these seasons of loneliness, you don't feel lost. Right. I saw this thing where it it talked about the reason why kids have so many identity crises today is because they're putting their thing, their identity in these things, in these people. And when God takes those things away to create us to become isolated, we're completely lost. Yeah. You have no idea who you are because you've built, like, I think about social media a lot. So when you post on Instagram, it's only going to be the happy parts of your life. The highlights. You're not, you're yep. not going to be posting yourself crying when you're depressed. You're not going to post when you have anxiety, unless you have a spam account. But you're not <laughs> going to be posting, like, you're not going to be posting the worst of the worst when you're down in the dumps. You're going to post your happy little, you, you want know. everyone to think that your life is perfect. Yeah. And so what 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 good does that do for us? Like, yeah, I, I like Instagram. I think it's great. Like, post your stuff, and I love being able to see my friends live their happy lives and everything, but also I know it's fake reality. Mm-hmm. And you can't base your whole personality off of what you wish you could be because if you're struggling, you're going through it. So don't pretend that you're not, but also be encouraged because God sees you through that, and he's going to love you, and he's going to equip you with scripture, and you're going to be able to pray to him, and he'll answer those prayers and it's not going to be immediate that I know of it might be immediate in your life but for me I know I had to wait and I'm glad that I did wait because then God blessed me with such an incredible community of young adults who love the Lord who are able to encourage me specifically through college my first semester I was really depressed and I was struggling it was just tough for me but God was able to use these people And I'm not, like, super close with everybody anymore, but he was able to use those people during that season of loneliness to love me and encourage me. And that was, like, so reassuring, knowing that God can use people 
all the time. And it doesn't have to, they don't always have to stay in your life. Like, yes, you yeah, have friends, but. Which is, like, so nice to think about is that, like, yeah, that person may not be in your life anymore, but look at how they benefited you in that season. Right. And you're like, like, I would not be that person with, I would not be this person without that person coming in at that time. Right. And they may have done me wrong later on, or maybe they didn't, but you don't have to look at them leaving your life as a super negative thing. You can think of it as a positive thing and being like, you know what? God, God has something else planned for them. And God has something else planned for me. Right. And that, that plan does not involve them being in my life and me being in theirs. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. even though they're not in your life anymore, God has a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And he is going to grow you and make you the best person that he knows that you can be. But that's only if you allow him. You have right. to allow him to work in those lonely seasons mm-hmm. because if you don't it's like what was the point of it you yeah. know and you don't want it to be like that you don't want to look back in a year and be like wow I wish I would have listened to God and let him work in my life as mm-hmm. opposed to me doing whatever I wanted because I was mad or sad that I was alone mm-hmm. I think too like I wouldn't have met Caitlin if it wasn't for camp and so like when you think about like where we met and like how you said there's certain people that come in and out of your life like I wouldn't have met you Zoe or Savannah if it wasn't for camp and so now that like God put you in my life there we've been friends for what four years now and that's been so cool to see how one place brought us so close together that we're we have a podcast now like it's crazy how there's different seasons that we've both gone through separately like we haven't stayed super in touch all like the four years that we've been friends but now God's like brought us very close together and our relationship has been so beautiful and just so uplifting for me personally like I am so thankful for Caitlin and oh, it's just incredible shout out to me <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just kidding I'm thankful for you too Anna. oh how sweet <laughs> no but that's so true like God may bring somebody into your life and they may not be this big factor into your life until later on which is like so weird to think and you have to remember that just because you may feel lonely, you're not actually alone. Like you could have friends that maybe you're just, you don't have a ton of time for them because you're doing school and you're doing work and you're doing this and you're doing that. And that's okay. But just remember that you're not actually alone right? in those seasons. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe you don't actually have friends in those seasons, but that's okay. Yeah. You don't, you don't need these people to survive. Mm-hmm. Like you have God and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And, Something that I was thinking about is that the crazy thing is, like, God God created the entire world. He He doesn't need us. He, right. he does not need us. But He chooses us every single day. He wants us. And so if you ever feel like you are below average and, like, you know, nobody likes you or anything like that, just remember that the God of the universe chose you. Right. He he didn't have to create you. Like, he didn't have to create you. He doesn't have to have a relationship with you, but he wants it. Yeah. And he wants that. And he wants you in, in his in his life and to have a relationship with him. And he he made you beautifully and wonderfully. And every single detail of you is like specific. Like right. he didn't make anyone 
the exact same. Like, there's always something different about you. I think that's just so cool, too, like, to think about the nature and character of God is that He didn't need any of us, but He created us to be in relationship with Him. And there's people on the earth who are not Christians and who believe other things, but He still wants them. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful to think, like, He created everybody. And it's insane to think, like, He created me for a purpose, even if I have no idea what my purpose is. And you go through hard times in your life and you lose people people, and you build new friendships and this and that, whatever it may be. But he still has a specific and beautiful purpose for your life, regardless of your friendship status, regardless of your relationship status, regardless of your quote unquote success in society, because he made you to worship him so that you can have a relationship that is honoring to both of you. I feel like God wants us and he cares for us and he gives us wisdom from scripture and we're able to dive into that and read the Bible and seek his kingdom first and not seek what the world says, you know? Yeah, and the beautiful part about God is that no matter what you do, you could spend about 80% of your life believing a completely different religion, but the moment you turn and choose him, he will continue. He, he, he loves you the exact same as he did when you weren't a Christian, right? which is like so beautiful to me. If you think about it, you could look at your worst version of yourself and God loves you the exact same as he does at your best. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like, is something to also, I mean, we're, we're, we'll get into more relationship in a different episode. But you, if you want a God-like relationship, they have to love you at your worst and your best, mm-hmm. you know, just like God does. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, one thing I heard um, from this like Bible study I was reading, she said, it's like talking about loneliness and how we should delight ourselves in the Lord. She said, you just have to experience it for yourself, but learning to delight yourself in God and being in his presence day by day, no matter what season you are in is so incomparable. It's the best. That is where you will find where that is where you find all your heart's longings. It's where you are found in Him. And I think that's so beautiful Beautiful to remember. <laughs> We're getting tired. Can't speak. But it's so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It's so... What is it? It's so beautiful that God cares so much about us that He is seeking after our hearts and that he wants us and he desires a relationship with us. So we have to delight ourselves in the Lord and we get to delight ourselves in the Lord. We get to build a relationship with him. So just be encouraged during those seasons in your life and remember that you are not alone and that it's not something that you can control. You can't really control who comes in and out of your life, but what you can control is your emotions and your thoughts and how you react to the situation. Kind of like what we said in the last episode. Um, But it truly just depends on your faith in Christ and the people that you do have in your life and how you're able to um, just rely on the goodness that God does provide during those hard seasons. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point to end on. Mm -hmm. Um, So to kind of just sum up this episode, just remember that no matter what season of life you're in, God's always with you. And he is with you even more when you're in those seasons of loneliness. 
So you don't have to be this sad, depressed version of yourself in these seasons of loneliness. Like you can be joyful in those seasons, but you have to turn to God and Mm -hmm. realize that your purpose is found in him and your identity is found in him and not in anyone else. So when you're in those seasons of loneliness, you shouldn't need anyone else to be content. You shouldn't need anyone else to know who you are. So if you're ever in a season of loneliness, remember that you aren't alone. You Mm -hmm. will always have somebody to talk to, whether it's God or whether it's somebody at your church or maybe somebody in the Starbucks drive-thru. (laughs) God's always going to bring someone and he's going to put you in that season of loneliness at the time that you need to be. And he will take you out when you're supposed to be. Yeah. And just remember that he is with you and he loves you no matter what you do and no matter how long it may take to turn to him. Right. He's never going to leave you. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I really love talking about this. I think this topic is very important to talk about in young adulthood. Um, But I hope that this episode was encouraging for you. And if you have any questions or comments or any any encouraging words for us we'd love to hear or just anything that stood out to you from this episode. Um, we do have an Instagram that you can follow and you can message us there if you'd like. It's off podcast. Caitlin named it because we just we say this every time. It was just it's the name that we got. But I promise after this episode we won't say <laughs> we won't explain why it's like that anymore. Every time. But we hope that this was encouraging to you. It was it was good for me to listen to. Yeah, I feel talk like it was things. a little bit more serious, mm-hmm. but also just kind of real. And we yeah. both want to be very real with our own life experiences because but. you know we know we know what it's like to go through these things, right? And how lonely and isolating it can feel, and awful and depressing. Mm-hmm. And we don't want you guys to feel like that. So we hope that this episode benefited you and that you're able to take this information and use it in your life and apply it as well so that you don't have to feel lonely and depressed and remember that God is always with you. Amen, girl. So good. (laughs) But we hope you guys have an amazing day. We're so excited to record our next episode. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening in. We're so excited to see where this podcast is going. We just want to thank you again so much for listening and supporting us because it means the world. But yeah, we hope you tune in next time. Bye. Bye.